Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. Go with me today to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and we're going to continue with this that we've been on, if you will believe. I believe this is the the fifth part of this, and um, we're going to continue to go through this word that God gave us for 2022. Uh, You know, the important thing in the season that we're in for ministers is that we preach the word. That is now and always will be the answer. Uh, This is so important because I hear so many ministers And when they're preaching nowadays, it's like you're hearing a political commentary. Amen. You know, 35, 40 years from now, I don't want the people that are listening to my messages to have to have a historian to decipher what I'm saying. Ivermectin. Lockdowns. COVID. Vax or unvaxed. And you've got ministers that are wasting time with a political commentary. Amen. Hallelujah. Preaching, talking about the founding fathers and the Constitution. Listen, I am a red-blooded American. I, I love our nation. But the founding fathers are not Bible. Well, that went over big. They're not Bible. They founded our nation on godly principles, and we appreciate that. But they are not Bible. The Constitution is not Scripture. He didn't say preach the Constitution. He said preach the Word. Amen. There are things we got to deal with from the political realm. And if you were here around election season, we spent weeks talking about the platform that you stand on. And we will always do that. But we're comparing the platforms with the word. Amen. If you get up and you preach the word and, and, and you try to preach it. See, because we preach it from a conservative standpoint. Well, you know, if you're conservative. Well, here's the thing. If you're saved, there's ways you look at things. Not because you're a conservative. There are people that I know that are conservative that live like the devil. They might vote what we would say right, but they live like the devil. And there are people that we would not consider voting right that live holier than some conservatives I know. God is not a Democrat, He's not a Republican, He's not an Independent. He's not a libertarian. He's not even an American. He's God. And he doesn't want us wasting time on political commentaries. The answer to the word, to the world's problems, is the word of God. Pastor has taught for over two years now. Keep the main thing the main thing. 
There's a world that we have to reach. There are people that are unsaved. There are people sick. There are people that have lost everything during this season that we're living in, that God has kept us through. And they need to hear us tell them, God kept us and He'll bring you out. If God healed me, God will heal you. If God restored me, God will restore you. They, they need to hear that. Don't get drawn into this political bickering. Don't get drawn into bad-mouthing our president and bad-mouthing the administration. Yeah, but they're wrong. That's right. But the Bible says pray for them. And it says pray that they would come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Now, this is all free. See, because Ephesians 4.15, you know what Ephesians 4.15? It says, speaking the truth in love. Is that right? So, yeah, we're supposed to speak the truth, but in love. And I hear so many ministers today, they sound angry. They sound mad, sound mean. Amen. Tell you what. And they'll just, and, and they just, they look like rabid, mad people. And, and, and you just, it's not, a, you just got to turn them off. Because that's not the answer. Hallelujah. So in the word for 2022, the Lord gave us, he placed an emphasis on two things. Number one, our thinking and number two are believing and and those two things are thinking and are believing they're inextricable they they can't be separated they're they're hooked together how you think is how you're going to believe and how you believe is a result of how you think amen and i won't take the time to go through it but if you'll remember he said he made this statement to us about 2022 he said there were going to be believers that continued to give their thoughts to the uh, information that the world and ungodly sources was pouring out and that many in the body would begin to lose hope and even begin to speak like the world and say there's no hope, nothing will ever change. And he said, and those things that they speak will be established to them and they'll lose hope and give up. Now, that's the power of our words, but he said they'll begin to say that because they're thinking like the world. Make no mistake, if you think it long enough, you're going to say it. And if you say it, it's going to be established to you. Amen. So as a believer, you can't afford to give your mind and thoughts over the information coming from the world. Because how you think is how you'll see, and that's how you'll be. That never changes. Amen. If you think it, you'll see it, and you'll be it. Hallelujah. Well, but you know, I need to know what's going on. Okay, you can believe that lie, and that's what it is. It's a lie. Or you can take what the Word of God says. The Bible says there's certain things you shouldn't be putting in your mind. You should not put anything in your mind that's trying to undermine your faith. 
There are people in here today, you're believing for things in your life, and you don't need to put anything in your mind that's going to undermine what you say you're believing for. Because you have a measure of faith. It can grow, but you have a measure of faith. So if you've got a 100% measure of faith, you need all that faith for what God wants to do for you. You can't dilute it by 40% with what the world's saying and expect to receive 100% faith results. It won't work. And so you're trying to get a result using 60% of the faith you need to get a result. Hallelujah. Do you, do you see that? Glory to God. And so, mm, that's good. To think like the world is to be in agreement with the world. If I think like the world, I'm in agreement with the world. If you think abortion's okay, you're thinking like the world. You're thinking like a sinner. If, if you think that, 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 that transgenderism, homosexual marriage, things like that, if you think that's okay, you're thinking like the world. But right on the other hand, if you think there's no hope, you're thinking like the world. And how do you start thinking that way? You start listening to what the world is saying. If it, listen, a, a, a subject like homosexual marriage, as a believer... If you think on the wrong side of that too long, you'll start agreeing with it. Because after all, what's wrong with two people getting married that love one another? Can't help who you love. I can't help that this desire for another man's in me. I can't help that this desire for another woman's in me. Now to us, that sounds crazy. Why does it sound crazy? Because your information... Is coming from the word and not the worldly source. But think about it. If you think about that long enough, you'll start saying, hmm, we well, you know. I, I mean, after all, I found myself desiring things. I didn't. Up, up, you're going down a dangerous road. See, I'm starting to think that way. I'm going to see it that way. And it'll be that way. Oh, Glory. Do you see that? The Word of God has to define my thought processes. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And uh, we'll start in verse 3. Now, this is familiar territory, but I want you to see something. He says, though we walk in the flesh. So that word walk, order our manner of life, conduct our lives, live, we could say, in the flesh. We do not war after the flesh. Now, we live in the flesh. We, are, we live in the world. We can't escape this. Uh, in the earth, we're body bound. We can't, we can't change that. All right? So he says very plainly, you've got to live in the world. You've got to walk in the world. You've got to live in this world. But notice what he says. But we do not war. We don't conduct our warfare after the flesh. So I live in the flesh. I can't escape that, but I'm not warring, I'm not fighting according to the flesh. The Amplified Bible says we're not carrying on our warfare according to the flesh. And notice this, using mere human weapons. 
Do you see that? You can't fight fleshly thoughts with flesh. Amen. You can't provide an answer from a source that has no answer. Amen. And that's what people will try to do. They'll try to provide an answer from a source that has no answer. Have you ever talked to somebody and you're looking for an answer and they go, I don't know what to tell you. Well, big help you are. Right? And so, and so here's what many people will do, including believers. They will get up in the morning and turn on the news that has no answer. And they'll get news updates all day from a source that has no answers. And they'll come home at night and eat dinner and watch the news and, and, and they're receiving all that information and they're calling themselves enlightened and they're calling themselves informed and they're being diluted. Their faith is being diluted. And don't fool yourself. No one in here has strong enough faith that you can keep adding the garbage of the world to it and expect to stay strong in it. You are fooling yourself if you think you can do that. That is a crazy thought. Amen. And somebody said that's a strong word. We are living in a time that calls for strong faith. You need 100% faith that's working at its utmost potency. Amen. Glory to God. Do you see that? The world and their sources of information, they have questions, but no answers. They have criticisms, but no answers. They can give you numbers that may or may not be inflated, but they give you no answers. Amen. Notice what he says. Verse 4. Now, this is a parenthetical statement. It's for explanation. He says, we walk in the flesh, but we don't war after the flesh. Why? Tell us why, Paul. Why do we not war after the flesh? He says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not fleshly. They're not human, but mighty. Now, that's important. Because he's saying there in one statement, in parentheses, by that one contraction, that one conjunction, but he's making the statement that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty. So if he says they're not carnal, but mighty, that means if they are carnal, they're not mighty. Hallelujah. And they're mighty through God. For this purpose, the pulling down of strongholds. Our weapons are not based in the weakness of the flesh. They're mighty. And that word mighty, it means powerful. It means capable. And so, fleshly plans are not powerful or capable. Our weapons are both powerful and capable. Not just powerful, capable. They have to be powerful and capable. If, if you start thinking like the world, you'll start warring like the world. 
that this verse explains why we don't war after the flesh. Because the fleshly weapons are weak. They're incapable of helping. Well, I'll tell you what, the midterms are coming up. We'll just vote everybody out. That's good, and you should vote right, but that's not the victory. What if we don't vote everybody out? Crickets. Well, I'm believing we will. Okay, that's fine. And there's a lot of people that were believing for a different result in the election in November. And they said they were believing. I had pastors all but get mad at me. Because I told them, you better be careful repeating all these predictive prophecies to your church. What if it don't happen? Bless God, they've heard from God. I said, okay, you do what you want. I'm, I'm telling you the honest truth. You do what you want. But I'm telling you, you better back off that. And it didn't happen. And I had a pastor text me and say, I'm so glad you talked to me. Because what do he say? I'm, I'm trying to tell you that's a human weapon. We need to vote right and pray and vote, and we need to vote correctly. But the answer is not in who you vote for. The answer is not whether we have a Republican Senate or a Democratic Senate. The answer is in what do we believe and what do we have our faith operating towards. Amen. Did, do you understand that? Well, I just, I just believe it's going to happen. Well, I do too. I'm, I'm with you. But I'm not putting my confidence in that. And you can't put your confidence in that. That's a human weapon. I said that's a human weapon. Hallelujah. And if you start warring like the world, that means you got to lay down your powerful, capable weapons and rely on the weakness the world relies on. I don't ever want to be caught depending on the same things the world depends on. Amen. Do, do, do you see that? That's why you got to quit buying the lie that to be informed is to be safe. Well, if I'm informed, I'm safe. That's a lie. You can be informed and it'll undermine your faith. If you listen to some people talk and you poke them, the same information that's in the world comes out of them. They can tell you all the statistics of everything. Amen. Am I helping you? Oh, but you know, Pastor, I just believe. Okay, but, but here's the issue. If you talk to some people, they can tell you all the statistics. How many people have died? Where the curve is the biggest. The red areas. The blue areas. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. What's the answer? You can know all that information, but what's the answer? You're thinking like the world. That's what, that's what comes out. If, if, that, if that's what comes out, that's what's in there in abundance. How can you believe God for healing when the abundance of sickness is what's there in abundance? How can you believe God for financial breakthrough when what's in you in abundance is how bad the economy is? 
See, that's that's the issue. Hallelujah. Yeah, but you know, Pastor, I just I know the word good enough. Nobody knows the word that good. Nobody knows the word good enough that they can consistently give themselves to the information the world is pouring out and expect the word to keep functioning in them like it should. Hallelujah. Do do, do you see that? Listen, we would have no problem with anything I'm saying if I told you not to go to rated R movies where they're using the Lord's name in vain. You would have no problem with that. Now, I'm not saying you got a problem with this. I'm saying people would have no problem with that. One is false and polluting speech. The Bible says in the Amplified Bible, don't let any polluting speech come out of your mouth. And people will say, well, yeah, that's, that's cussing and, and doubt and saying the wrong things and repeating what the world's saying. That pollutes my faith. That, that pollutes my spirit. See, we go back to the, the phrase, what are we supposed to be listening to? Whatever is truth and whatever is love. Is it true and is it love? What, what's the book of Philippians say? Whatever things are good, whatever things are holy, whatever things are praiseworthy, if there's any virtue and any praise, think on these things. Well, how is watching the commentary that's bad-mouthing everybody praiseworthy, good, or thankful? And you can't tell me that a person watches that and turns the TV off and doesn't think about it. I want you to see that you can fight a battle that you don't need to be fighting because you're thinking wrong. Amen. Somebody asked me and my wife about something the other day, and I said, I didn't even know that was happening. Amen. And I've had people say, well, you're a pastor. You should know more about what's going on in your people. (laughs) That's the only thing I got to say to that. I have a responsibility to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. I have a responsibility to see that you get through what the world is facing without being scathed, without losing things, without being defeated. That's my responsibility. Not to preach a political commentary. Amen. Oh, glory. How can you believe different than the world if you're thinking like the world? What I give my thinking to is building a stronghold. Amen. It's, 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 it's building a stronghold. That, that, that word, we're going to look at it in just a minute in verse 5. That word stronghold here, it means a castle or a fortress. In other words, it keeps people out. In the older Greek, it denoted a prison that kept people in. Hallelujah. So your thought processes, at once, they they keep your help out and keep you locked up. There's some people that can't get the help they need because their thoughts are keeping them locked up. Amen. Do, Do you understand that? Hallelujah. 
Now, am I making sense? Take, take this for example. There, there are people that, that, that will go to their job and people start talking about getting laid off. Well, you know, we're going to get laid off. And the economy's so bad, we're going to get laid off. Well, if you start listening to that, pack your stuff. Because you're going to start look, acting like you're going to get laid off. You're going to start thinking that way. You're going to start preparing for that. Next thing you know, you'll be talking to your wife or your husband. Say, well, honey, you know, I mean, they're talking about layoffs at work. We better start preparing. Preparing for what? If somebody asks them, preparing for what? Well, to get laid off. I mean, to be prepared. You know, I need to be responsible. So the very first thing that we as believers have to understand is that to be responsible, I need two things. I need to quit thinking like the world and talking like the world. That's the most responsible thing I can do. You, it's not responsible to prepare for loss. It's responsible to prepare your heart so loss doesn't come. This is, this is vital. Amen. Hallelujah. See, that, that's why I don't get involved in what people think. Well, you know, Pastor, do I need to do this? I don't, I don't know. You've got to look inside to know that. That's none of my business. Amen. I've heard preachers talk about the mark of the beast. They should know better. They don't know their Bible any better than that. They need to go sell donuts. Hallelujah. I- I'm serious. And, th- and there are Christians that will sit there and watch that. Well, what do you think about this? What does the Bible say? Tell me what the Bible says. The church is the ecclesia. Jesus called us the ecclesia. E-K-K-L-E-S-I-A, the called out ones. All through the, the, the four gospels, we're called the ecclesia. You do not see that word ecclesia in the book of Revelation after Revelation chapter 4. The church is not on the earth after Revelation chapter 4. You do not see the mark of the beast until several chapters after Revelation chapter 4. And you can sit and hear something about about the mark of the beast and about the the chip and about all these things and you start giving your thoughts to it and you will miss something that God wants you to be involved with because you're thinking like the world thinks or like worldly Christians think. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you see that? Well, do I need to get a shot or not? not? That's none of my business. There's no scripture that can say thou shalt not be vaccinated or thou shalt be vaccinated. You got to check inside. You got to look in your middle. You got to look in your spirit about what you need to do. The answer to a thousand and one questions is be led. You got to be led by the spirit of God. Well, what if I got a shot? None of my business. What if I didn't get one? None of my business. Well, you need to be teaching people. I need to be teaching people the word. I don't need to be telling you to go get a shot or not to get a shot. I don't need to tell you what to wear and what not to wear. I need to tell you what the word of God says. If I can tell you what the word of God says, I will give you the weaponry that you need to overcome every circumstance and every situation that the enemy brings your way. Get your mind off fleshly things and get it over on the spirit. 
You are not, the Bible says, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities and powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world. Joe Biden is not your issue. The Democrats are not your issue. The Republicans are not your issue. The devil is the issue. It's he that is stealing, killing, and destroying. There's no group of people that's killing people. It's the devil. You, 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 you got to stay straight. The Bible, Paul told Timothy, he said, preach the word. That word, preach the word, means cut the word straight. Get away from all the frivolity. Stay away from all the garbage. Cut the word straight. That's important. Keep your mind on Jesus being your healer. Keep your mind on Jesus being your provider. Keep your mind on the fact that your faith will overcome the world. Keep your mind on the fact that the Bible says you are more than a conqueror no matter what comes your way. That in all things you are triumphant. Everything is going your way. Keep your mind on what the Word said. So important. Amen. Hallelujah. Because you'll start thinking it. And you'll transfer it to your kids. You'll transfer it to your grandkids. You'll transfer it to your family. Amen. You, 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 amen. You stay with what the Word says. The enemy's trying to build a stronghold in your mind. He's trying to build a stronghold in your mind. I, 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 I'm just going to tell you. I, I, is the devil a liar? So he can run his mouth and say he's going to do this and he's going to do He's lying. He's lying. You're not going to lose. You're not going to be defeated. Yeah, but pastor, there are people that have died in this season. I know, and I'm not making light of that. But here's the, here's the issue. If they were a believer and they died, the other side of that is glory. They are in a better place right now. They are cheering us on. They're telling us, you believe what God said. You take your stand in faith the way I took my stand in faith. And don't you back off what the Word of God says. Don't you back off. Don't back off. Don't back off. Fill your home with the praise of God. Fill your home with the joy of God. Fill your home with God's praises. Dance, shout, run, glorify God. Why? Because your house is a house of praise. Your house is a house of overcomers. On your block, you are the household of faith. You are. My neighbors will never know what God spared them from because I'm there. Your neighborhood will never know how many things couldn't come on your neighborhood because you live there. They may not even know you, but God knows you. I say God knows you. And when you go home today, there are legions of angels just waiting on you. No evil shall befall you. No plague will come near your dwelling. That's what you've got to focus on. Glory to God. I say glory to God. Glory to God. That's what I got to stay focused on. Got to stay focused on. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, Pastor, which news channel do you watch? First John 5, 4. 
This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Amen. Hallelujah. See, I got the answer. I don't care what Fox said or CNN or MSNBC or any of the other plethora of, 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 of uh, doubt spewing, defeat spewing, lie spewing uh, avenues there are. The Bible says that this is truth. It says that the Word of God is truth. You can This can be depended upon to operate in your life in the avenue of truth. Far better men and women than you and I have pillowed their head on this book in their dying day. And I'm telling you that you're coming out, you're coming over, and you're going to have the victory. Glory to God! Glory to God! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Whew. Whew, somebody ought to shout. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. There's a scripture that we quote in our circles. And, 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 and please don't misunderstand me. We need to quote it. But I believe it says this. No weapon formed against you will prosper. I think that does it still say that. Have they, did they change it when the pandemic hit? Did that warp the word? Did it alter what the word of God said? It didn't say it wouldn't be formed. It didn't say it wouldn't show up. It just said it won't prosper. They might form it, but it's not prospering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. you got to set your face like a flint. I'm not being moved. I'm not going to allow anything in my life that moves me. I'm, I am not listening to anything that's going to go contrary to the Word of God. I, because in order to cast down imaginations, we'll read it in a moment. In order to cast down imaginations, I have to use something to cast down imaginations. And it's, it is my words, but it's what my words are filled with. You don't just say, I cast this down. You use something to cast it down. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Mm. I'm telling you what, I could run right now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 Come on in. <laughs> Glory to God. Woo! Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. And you notice he didn't take the, the shortcut. Hallelujah. Am I helping you? Verse 5, it says, casting down imaginations. That word is reasonings. Reasonings. It is thoughts, but it's reasonings. It's, it's the same word we get reasonable from. You'll hear people, well, be reasonable. Well, it's only reasonable. I'm supposed to cast that down. What's reasonable to the world is not reasonable to me. I'm telling you, and you do whatever you want to do with it. Just because it happens to the world doesn't mean it's got to happen to you. 
And, and I'm not talking about getting something. I, I've got people on the sound of my voice. You've dealt with sickness this year and you've overcome it. But I'm telling you, we got to get past this. Where people are speaking in hushed tones about things. But like they're almost embarrassed that they got sick. Oh, it got quiet. Well, you know. There's not one scripture in the Bible that says. Now listen to me. Uh, I'm trying to fix my. There's not one scripture in the Bible that makes the statement about you never having to face a battle of sickness. Well, no plague will come near me. That's right. And that's what we stand on. But what is faith for? Faith repels and faith repairs. Faith stops and faith ends. Amen. I'll get, I'll get texts from people and they'll say, and you can almost hear the whisper in the text. Pastor, I tested positive. And? What? What are we going to do? If you're giving your mind to the wrong information, you're going to prepare yourself for a long fight. Now, don't misunderstand me. I know that there's, there's times we got to stand. And, and, and I've stood with some of y'all. And you have stood with me. And I understand that. I'm not making light of that. Please don't misunderstand that. But you came out because of what came up in you when that thing tried to come on you. Something more than what the world had came out of you. Amen. We don't act irresponsibly, but we honor or respect nothing that comes from the devil. There's one thing the Bible says we're to fear, and that's God. Amen. We know, Pastor, they said I got cancer. I'm not making light of that. But that hushed tone is respect. And I've prayed for people and watched them get healed from cancer. And I've sit by the bedside of people with cancer and helped them usher them into the kingdom of God, into heaven. I've been in both places. And I don't make light of either one of them. But what is coming coming into your mind is determining what you think. And he said, you've got to cast down imaginations. The Moffat translation says, demolish theories And any rampart thrown up to resist the knowledge of God. One translation says destroying speculations. So the information from the world is speculative at best. Speculating. This is what might happen. Even about the good news. They say well it could be this way. They don't know. But if you're somebody that's believing God. And believing good things. Oh you're in a fantasy world. You're just not being real. According to who? According to who? What's Ephesians 2.10 say? It says that God prepared good paths for me to walk in. Enjoying the good life. Is that what he said? Yeah, but look what the world's going through. I'm in the kingdom. I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. I have no connection to the world. You have no connection to the world. 
Oh, glory. See, this is not a game. We don't quote these scriptures because we're a word of faith. We don't keep our mind right because we're faith people. Amen. This, this is real. What I have seen over the last couple of years, more than anything, what I have seen, this applies to no one in here. Please don't misunderstand that. And probably no one watching. But what I have seen, and, and I've seen this a lot in ministers, I've seen what they really believe show up. I've never seen so many fearful ministers. I mean afraid. You know, and I don't take that lightly because they're pastoring people. And, and what's in you is what's imparted into your sheep. You can't impart what you're not. And you can't help but impart what you are. When Pastor Caldwell stood right here, right here in this spot, March 18th, 2020, and he said, Pastors, you better be careful. He said, you'll dumb your people down and they'll start believing they don't need to come back to church. You understand that? And what's the biggest complaint from pastors now? My people won't come back to church. You spent two years making them afraid. You spent two years spewing the pablum of the world out on your people. And now you wonder why they don't want to come back to church. You killed their faith. You destroyed what they believe. Do, do you understand that? And they came to church or listened online and got a stronghold from what they were hearing from the pulpit. Hallelujah. Well, Pastor, what do you think I need to do? Be led. Well, should I come to church? You be led. Amen. Oh, glory. It's not a game. When, when I came to the realization that I'm going to stand in judgment for everything I teach you, everything that I speak. Now, don't, don't, now don't misunderstand. Just nod your head like, yeah, you're going to get it. You're going to stand in judgment for everything I said too. Both of us, because you're hearing what I'm saying. And if what I'm saying is right, you're going to be held responsible for what you do with it. Amen. Well, you know, I just don't think you ought to be telling me what to watch on my TV. I'm not telling you what to watch on your TV. I'm telling you what the Bible says you ought to watch on your TV. What I watch and what you watch is irrelevant. You don't do what I do. You do what the Word says you should do. Woo! That's a good place to look at your neighbor and say, that's my man of God. Amen. The thoughts of the world are theories. 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 Have you ever noticed that? Theories. The thoughts of the world are theories. Just look at the, the time that we live in. It, isn't it amazing how things are always in a state of flux? It's this way this week and another way the next week. Because the world is constantly reacting to what they can't control. 
And so they have theories. Right? Theories. The world has theories. And those theories are ramparts that are thrown up to resist the knowledge of God. A rampart is a fortification. It stops someone from getting help. The thoughts of the world are fortifications against the truth of the word. And many believers are fortifying their minds against the word. They, they don't see it that way. But they do that by giving their mind over to the theories produced by the thoughts of the world. Amen. The only, the only entity in this earth that has the answer is the word. Amen. When, when, when they started talking about different things. Uh, uh, supply chain issues. What did the Lord do? He gave us a word. What's our response? I do not expect to be affected. And we're not affected. Well, it's because they saw that. Listen. Somebody prayed. Somebody believed God. God can even give an infidel wisdom if we're praying. The church is the governing factor in the earth. It goes the way we say it's going to go. Hmm. Hallelujah. Do you see this? Some people are getting their information from family members. Well, you know, my brother said, well, who's your brother? I mean, has he got security clearance? I'm serious. Man, my child said, well, dear Lord. Right? That's some, some people are getting there. Well, I, I saw a guy that saw a guy that watched a report that heard a guy that watched a report. Amen. Some people get their information from Facebook. Well, where'd you hear that? Always on Facebook. Well, then it's got to be true, doesn't it? You know, I'm old enough to remember when they would tell you that you couldn't put anything on TV that wasn't true. Like the commercials had to be true. So for years, they had medical doctors on TV in commercials talking about how cool cigarettes were the most healthy cigarettes for you. I'm Dr. So-and-so and cool is my brand. It opens up your lungs. Well, you know that's a lie, right? But why, why do you know that's a lie? Because you heard the truth. The truth is cigarette smoking causes death. Is that right? But for years people said you can't put anything on TV that's not true. But yet people, the first thing they do when they wake up in the morning is grab their phone and scroll through their Facebook feed. What's going on? Yeah, but Pastor, I got, I got 500 friends on Facebook. No, you don't. Those people are not your friends. <laughs> this is important because that's where people get their news. That's where they get their information. And it's consistent. 
There are people that if their phone dings, they got to grab it and they're looking. Amen. Some of y'all are looking at the ground. I understand. <laughs> They'll be working on, on their computer and the email uh, 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 notification will go off. Ding, they got to stop and look at the email. And it's nothing. It's nothing of importance. But I got to know, I got to have this information coming in. I got to know, I got to know, I got to know. And it doesn't matter what the information is. Somebody will call, hey, did you see the news report? No, what was it? What was the news report? What did they say? And now you're getting a secondhand report from somebody that's full of fear and what they're going to say is going to go through that filter of fear, and it's going to come out in fear to you. But yet, you're believing God for something. My pastor used to say this all the time. My ears are not garbage cans. And, and we use that very, very much in, back in the day for gossip and offense and things of that nature. My ears are not garbage cans for fear unbelief and lies glory see because you repost what you believe now that's that's a term for social media repost is to tell it again if you see something you like i now i don't have social media if you have it that's neither here nor there for me but people that have it if they see something they like they repost it I agree with this, so they repost it. When you hear something and you repeat it, you're reposting it because you believe it. And he said there would be people that begin to hear what the word says. There's no the world says there's no hope, there's no way out of this, and they'll start believing that and saying that, and it'll be established to them. Everybody is not afraid. I said, everybody's not afraid. Everybody's not sick. Everybody's not struggling. Amen. But if if you're constantly hearing the statistics and hearing the numbers, fear God, and you'll hear the the, the news, we're, we're not anywhere near the end of this thing. And, and you just watch believer. Oh, Lord. Amen. You can get your thoughts from what you binge on from Netflix. Amen. Scary movies. Murder documentaries. There are people that just give their minds to that. You are not, as a believer, ever supposed to just veg out. Just sit there with a a bag of chips and salsa and just flip. (laughs) Amen. Because because people say, well, I wasn't even listening to that, but it got in your ear gate. It got in your ear gate. And if it got in your ear gate, it's in your heart. Amen. Amen. 
Our method of overcoming these thoughts is cast them down. We don't cast them down by just saying, I cast that thought down. In order to demolish those thoughts, I got to use the word. Look at Jeremiah 23, 29. I'll, I'll be done in just a moment. Something, something has happened to me over the last six months. And, and it's always been there, but it, it just comes out strong at times. People say, well, you know, I disagree with what you're saying. I don't care. I don't care. It's, it's listen. There have been times when I was raising my children. That they would come to me and say, can I go a certain place? And I'd say, no. Now, I have a reason. And I would even explain it to them. I've never been the kind of parent that just says, because I said. I think a child deserves an explanation. So I would say, uh, well, you know, maybe we don't know their parents very well. We don't know what they watch on TV or, or whatever the case may be, and I have a responsibility. And, 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 and I've had my children say, well, yeah, I, don't, I don't think that's right. I don't think that's fair. Well, I mean, I understand that, but I'm your parent. Amen. And there's going to be times I do things that you don't think are fair, but I have a reason. Hallelujah. It's not what's it's 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 not what I always like that's going to change my circumstance. It's what I need. Amen. And the things that God's been telling us, the things that God's been speaking to us, I, I look at this ministry. I look at this ministry every Sunday morning, and I'm just I'm 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 amazed that God just keeps bringing people and God keeps bringing newcomers and God keeps healing people and God keeps delivering people and God keeps setting people free and we get testimony after testimony after testimony after testimony of what God has done and how God did this and how God did that. I'm just amazed. In, in what the world is saying is the worst of times, the church is having its best days ever. Jeremiah 23, 29, in the King James, it says, Is not my word like a fire and like a hammer that breaks into pieces the rock? The Amplified Bible says, It breaks into pieces the rock of most stubborn resistance. So we don't just cast it down by saying, I cast it down. We take the word and we break it into pieces. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and it not only breaks it, it consumes it. If you'll remember, you can write this down. Exodus 7, 10 through 12. If you'll remember, Moses had a word from the Lord. He said, you're going to go into Pharaoh to tell him to let your people go. And he said, and you're going to cast your rod on the ground. It's going to turn into a serpent. It'll be a sign that you're, you're speaking for me. Right? Well, he did. He went and said, let my people go. He said, why should I let your people go? And he threw the rod down. Aaron threw the rod down, and it turned into a serpent. Well, he real quick snapped his fingers or whatever he did and brought the magicians out, and they threw their rods down, and they, they turned into a serpent too. But Aaron's serpent that represented the word of God swallowed their serpents. The word of God will not only break it, it will consume it. So everything that the world is, is, is advocating has to be met with the Word because the Word breaks it and consumes it. Oh, hallelujah. 
in uh, Hebrews 4.12. I think we'll be done here, I think. Hebrews 4.12, it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder, and here's the phrase, of soul and spirit, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Notice that. It, it divides between the soul and the spirit. The soul is your mind, your will, your emotions, your thinking faculties. Your spirit, of course, is the real you. And notice what the word says. It says that the word of God divides the two. Separates them. Amen. It's, it's, it's a discerner. The word separates. The only way I can think right is to allow the word to separate my wrong thinking has to separate it. The word separates the soul, the, the thinking, and the spirit. My spirit cannot have the ascendancy as long as the natural mind's thinking is the focus. It just can't. That this has been my thought. I've had people say over the well, well, you know, I'll be glad when things get back to normal. And I've got to say, well, what do you mean? Well, you know, all this abnormal stuff going on. What do you mean? I determined from the very start of what the world's going through that my life's not going to be affected. I'm, I'm not going to have the abnormalness that other people have. I'm going to have it. I'm not going to have it. Well, Pastor, you know, that's good for you, but you know. No, 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 wait a minute. That's a hypocritical thought. Because, because when you read through the Scripture... For instance, we read scriptures like this. When you go through the fire, what's it say? You'll not be burned. When you go through the depths, what does it say? You won't drown. Is that right? Is that, is that true? So that means there's issues, but I, we just go through it. Your life does not have to be upended because of what? is going on in the world. You, your, your finances do not have to be devastated because of what's going on in the world. It's how you think about it. It's how you think about it. It's how you think about it. It's, it's the source of your thinking. Right? I, I have people that live around me. And they, they've told me, I don't know how many occasions, you know, I'll, I'll be out in the back playing with my daughter or, or whatever. And they'll, and they'll say from, you know, a good distance away, well, yeah, when it's safe, we'll get together. Now, I mean, I, I know that's something, you know, that, 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 that's easy to, to laugh at. And, and, and I'm not saying that I didn't kind of chuckle inwardly too. But here's the point. The thing that came up to me is, why is it not safe? Because they don't think it's safe. Amen. I don't care if you've dealt with sickness. Whatever the sickness may be. If, you, if you're in here and you've dealt with COVID. And God brought you out. You say, what's my response then? I dealt with it. Then your response is, I don't care what anybody says. I'll never have it. 
Yeah, but I already had it. That doesn't mean you got to have it again. You, folks, I'm, I'm telling you how you got to think. You need to wash your hands. You, sh- you know, you should have been washing your hands five years ago. If, if you just started getting clean when a pandemic hit, my Lord. You, you, you should sanitize your hands. There are things you need to do. But you're not doing it out of fear. You're not doing it because you're afraid. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do. It's always been the right thing to do. The number one defense against any sickness is stay clean. Wash your hands. My mother used to tell me when I was just a little boy, don't touch your face. Wash your hands. That's how germs are transmitted. And people act like in the last two years, that's some big news. It's always been that way. You can do it out of fear. Don't want to catch anything. I'm not making light of it. But I'm saying that's how people think. You can lather up with, with hand sanitizer. Thank the Lord every diseased German virus that touches my body dies instantly in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody sticks out their hand, you, woo, woo. If you don't want to shake hands, don't shake hands. Fist bump, elbow bump, foot bump, head bump, whatever you want to do. But you understand? I, I was buying some suits the other day. And, and I, 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 there's, a, there's a guy up there that, that, that helps me. And, and he's a believer. And, and we, he knows me from, from TV. And uh, as I was leaving, he's like, I'll see you, Pastor. And he went like this. Well, I don't have no problem with that. I don't make light of that. If that's what you want to do, fine. I have no problem with that. But just be aware, I'm not elbowing, bumping you with my elbow because I'm afraid to shake your hand. I'll shake your hand if you want to shake because I don't have anything to give you. And I don't necessarily believe you got anything to give me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if something does come your way, I believe the Word of God will burn it out of your life. (laughs) That doesn't mean you're not responsible. But quit saying when it's safe. When it's safe for us to get together. I talked to a guy one time. Poor guy. He had not seen his grandson for over a year. Because his daughter would not bring the grandson around. And granddad was vaxxed, double vaxxed, and healthy. But I can't bring your grandson around you. You understand that? That that was wrong thinking. That was wrong thinking. You got to determine what you believe and why you believe it. Because what God promised us in 2022 is tied to how we think and what we believe. Amen. And, 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 and I'll just tell you, if, if I've touched something that you believe today, I'm not apologizing for it. You, you got to look at it in light of what the Word of God has to say. I, amen. There's no scripture in here that says, thou shalt not watch Fox. But there is a scripture that tells you what should be coming into your mind. 
Amen. And we've got people right now. We've got people that are believing God for health issues in their body. I was just on the phone this morning with a dear person that, 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 that they just moved to the COVID ward. They're believing God. They need, they need to get the oxygen back up in their blood system. We don't make light of that. that that's a real issue. There are people that have died. That I, I have people very close to me that have died. And the doctor said COVID was the perpetrator. I don't doubt it. I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But I'm telling you that this is not a theory. This is the truth. And this says if you'll guard what comes into your mind, you can keep your faith. I say you can keep your faith. If we're going to be the church that displays God's power, we got to guard what we're thinking. I say we got to guard what we're thinking. And if you're having physical issues, I'm speaking health to you in the name of Jesus. I spoke health to that dear sister today, that your body will respond to the treatment, that your lungs will function to the perfection that God created them to function. It's not a game. It's not a game about staying healthy, and it's not a game about getting healthy. Don't you let the devil bring condemnation on you because you got sick or because you're battling something. What do you think your faith is for? It is not evidence that you don't have faith because you're battling something. It doesn't mean you're listening to something wrong because you're battling something. There's a devil loose. And he's doing everything he can do to destroy people's lives. Not on our watch. You are prepared and equipped. And we raise up the shield of faith and it quenches every fiery dart of the wicked one. Oh, isn't God good? Let's stand up today, shall we? Oh, I believe God. I believe God. Hallelujah. You know, the Lord is, is speaking to us. I was at dinner one some years ago with my pastor, and I was asking him some questions. And I asked one of the questions that I ask a lot. I said, What's, what is the most important thing that you've learned about pastoring? Well, you know, when you're talking to somebody with 37 continuous years of pastoring, I mean, how many things can they learn? Multiple. But every time it's been the same answer. You got to pastor supernaturally. And I've seen an uptick in that. And, 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 and here's, what I, here's what I mean by that. Is someone will text me or call me with a situation. And before I can read the text, I've got the answer. This is what you need to guard against. This is what you need to watch. I had somebody call here some time ago, and they said, this is, what, this, this is what I'm dealing with. And I text back, and I said, this is what you need to be on guard. And the doctor came in the room and told them exactly to be on guard against what I told them to be on guard against. God is speaking to people that want to hear. Because he needs his voice in the earth. God needs his voice in your house. Dads, husbands, God needs his voice in your house. Men of God, God needs your voice in the atmosphere. There's something that happens when God's people, men and women, but especially when men start speaking the word of God. When men get involved in prayer, when men start declaring, God starts moving. 
Hallelujah. God needs that. You need to stand in your house and you need to declare any, any door that may have been open. I close it right now in the name of Jesus. I'm not allowing this in my home. Amen. If, if, you're, if you're a single lady in here, or whatever your case may be, if this is where you call home, or you believe in the anointing on this place, I'm telling you right now, I speak by the authority of the Word of God. And I tell you, every door is shut. We close it right now in the name of Jesus. We shut it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, here's something I've learned. When you get the rats out of your house, you got to keep them out. It's not bad to have roaches. It's keeping roaches. You got to get rid of them. Once you bomb them, keep them out. Oh, I'm helping you today. So God's speaking to us. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Just say it with me. In the name of Jesus, I'll keep my mind stayed on the things of God. I'll keep my mind stayed on the promises of God. And I will walk in complete victory.